Welcome to the Radical Flow podcast. My name is Angela. Radical Flow is flow that's on a mission, and that mission is to create a much better reality for us all. Welcome to episode 45. Do you worry? Do you worry just a little, or do you worry a lot? Worry is often said to be something that is a total waste of time. It's even said that it does nothing to change a situation except make the current moment even more unpleasant than it needs to be. And this is certainly true when worry becomes debilitating and all-consuming. Nothing constructive can happen if one is simply stuck worrying about what could happen. And we can set ourselves to worrying about things that have no actual basis in reality or fact, or they're just overblown exaggerations of imagined gloomy consequences. Our insecurities and our prior experiences are often the seeds of a good worry pattern. And if worrying is a bit of a habit, it can even lead to or be accompanied by anxiety, distrust, fear, and even panic and paranoia. So at first glance, worry looks pretty unpleasant and unfavorable. But what if we don't understand the deeper nature of worry and its purpose? What if worry is a messenger trying to guide us into addressing something within our reality? In last week's podcast, I talked all about how mindset is the theme of focus for 2023, according to numerology, and also shared themes for the years spanning 2020 to 2026, showing a trend and why this year is the year to master the mindset. The question we need to be asking ourselves this year is where are we focusing our mind and what are we creating with those minds? So in that big question, worry becomes a factor if worry is where we're focusing our mind. So today, in this podcast, let's unpack some concepts for consideration and see if we can see worry in a whole new way. In large part, what we think about is driven from our unconscious and subconscious levels of our mind meaning the information, experiences, and attitudes we hold in our foundations shape how we view our life and how we react to it. Worry is kind of like a little light flashing on the dashboard of your vehicle. Maybe the light is telling you your tire pressure is low. Maybe it's more of a master alarm prompting you to check your engine. Maybe it's minor, maybe it's major, Maybe it's a malfunctioning light, but you don't know until you investigate. And as one wise friend once put it, you don't put black tape over the lights on your vehicle's dashboard, just so you don't have to look at them. You look into why the light is on. Now with vehicles, you visually check under the hood, you fill up tires with air, you get your mechanic to pull out the code reader, plug it in and read the diagnosis. Typically, with that good diagnosis, some trial and error, you solve the vehicle issue. The light then goes out and you carry on. So if worry is like that, wouldn't it be a good idea to discover the reason why the light is on 
instead of continuing to worry or trying to ignore the worry entirely. Well, the past few nights for me, just as I'm settling onto my pillow, so excited to drop off into sleep, and just as I'm drifting off, I'm waking up suddenly with worry. Now, the first night, I didn't even know what I was worried about. I just knew that my body was squirming and unsettled and that I was breathing faster than I needed. So I do what I do. I self-soothed my mind and body, telling it, it's okay, we can relax and sleep. Tomorrow we'll look at any problems or urgencies, but right now, sleep is ideal. But that didn't put out the light on my dashboard. So after a few minutes, I was wide awake sitting up in bed. And the moment I sat up, my body calmed just a little. I took a few slow and focused breaths and internally said to myself, okay, love, what's going on? Talk to me. The first thing I saw was an image of my sister's face and this pressing urgency to pack up all my belongings and find a new home filled me. Well, my sister and I laughed really hard when I told her that since she returned home from holidays, my body's been afraid of her. <laughs> she knows I don't mean it or think it literally. But her return means that we're back to focusing on my mom's estate. And that means I'm going to be moving in a few months. Now, if you know me, you know that that would never be the kind of worry I would have. In fact, I'd be kind of excited about the adventure and what would be coming. Plus, things always work out for me in the most beautiful ways, even if it doesn't look like that on the surface. And worst case, if I don't find an ideal spot by the time new owners want to take possession, one of my family members or friends will invite me into their guest room until I do find that ideal spot. I'll be totally okay, and I know this. At first look, the worry light source is not obvious. And when worry wakes me, it's also not a minor light. It's a more urgent one that needs to be resolved. After seeing this sense of urgency to start packing, I promised myself we would begin going through all of our things the next day and slowly work our way into getting into that ready-to-go state. I'll make it a priority, I told myself. I lay my head back down, wiggled around in bed until I found that perfect placement for my body and surrendered to the pillow with a sigh and gratitude that I could still get five hours before my alarm went off. Five minutes later, Sitting straight up on bed, feeling like the light on the dashboard has now also activated an alarm bell and adrenaline is flushing through my body. Now my worry sets its sights on my work. Every second word I can hear my little eye spouting is more. I gotta do more. I gotta write more. I gotta do more marketing. I gotta serve more people. I gotta make more revenue. I gotta make more impact. I gotta do it all now. I gotta do more, 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 more. I self-soothe again. I say to myself, okay, love, thanks for sharing. We've had a really good start to our 2023, and it's only January 4th. We can do more. We've got the time and space in our schedule. I resolve that the next morning, after gratituding and future casting, my journaling exercises, will brain dump all of the mores onto a piece of paper and make a game plan to do them. 
I can feel myself breathing a little calmer and feeling a little better. Back to the pillow, quick clock check. I've still got four hours and 15 minutes to sleep. I hear myself promising a long shavasana after yoga. It's all going to be okay. Ten minutes later, sitting up again, wide awake, like we are done sleeping, wide awake. Oh my God, I can't imagine how tired the day might make me, but I resolve to let that go too. I get up, make a chamomile tea, grab my little eye journal and start writing. And my little eye journal is a journal that I use to write just whatever's coming up. No judgment, no editing, just dump out all those internal thoughts and emotions straight onto the page. Then I can look at what spills out in the end. It's a perfect way to get to the bottom of what's really going on. Well, we write for a few minutes and then grab the brain dump book where we'll record the mores now. Why am I saying we? Because I'm now clearly both the observer big eye self and the reactionary little I human self. I'm we. Now for some reason, my human autopilot self is convinced that this cannot wait. So good plans and ideas start spilling out onto the pages. And now we're in full-blown creative flow. Suddenly it's 3 a.m. and only an hour and 50 minutes until my alarm rings. I might as well jump in the shower. I laugh. I can't do anything about it. My little eye and its worry is running things. I'm just going to follow and see where it takes me. I'm not sleeping anyway. Every time I hit the pillow, I just explode back up into a sitting position. By 3.33, I'm sipping a coffee, editing my website, and creating a poster for the 2023 flow trainings. My day was off and running, and it didn't take long to become completely exhausted, but I made it through the day, and I knew sleep was coming. Back to bed, head on the pillow, crash into sleep. 90 minutes later, sitting up in bed, wide awake, worry is back. This time, the adrenaline feels doubled. And what do I hear? What if we don't make it? Meaning, what if I don't have enough time, opportunity, or resources to make it? And not just to make it to the next home, but to make it. Capital letters. Whoa, where did that come from? Not making it is not a thought I would normally have. I'm no stranger to cutting things close to the deadline or manifesting crazy amazing things at the last moment. If you look at me through the Colby's, for example, a lens that looks at how you take action in the areas of your life, you'd see I'm built for risk. Even the Apiron Center for Human Potential in the US concurred that I'm built to run stress. I thrive under pressure. Noted. This is a double-edged sword because that often means I unconsciously create pressure so I can thrive. The moment I had all those thoughts, I knew I was onto something. My little I, my human personality, doesn't want to run under this kind of pressure anymore. Not these same kinds of pressures I've been running under all my life. It's questioning whether or not it can handle this, if I'll make it. That is not a thought I want rumbling around in my mindset ever, and especially not this year, as the mindset effects are amping up. 
It has my attention and I want to resolve this. It feels big and it also feels like I'm not actually any closer to shutting off the light on my dashboard than I was before. But I resolve to give it a break, give it some time to surface and I'll read a book. Soon I'm sleeping and I'm getting six hours. Next day, I've not addressed what has surfaced the night before because it's Friday and it's a full day. It's a great day. It's a friends and spa day. Yep, great visits with really dear friends and decadent spa treatments from a really talented practitioner in the city. Night comes, head on the pillow. 10 minutes later, sitting straight up. Now my worry extends to, is this going to happen every night? Is this the full moon? What's going on? Chamomile tea, little eye journal, slow and focused breaths, self-soothing. I say, okay, love, let's go deeper. Tell me more. I feel like I'm on a life review. I'm seeing habits and actions that have created wasted time and underutilized opportunity. I see patterns of ups and downs driven by the same old, same old habits. Habits which, when projected into the future, show that what could happen if they're not addressed is not what I'm wanting. Of course, no one ever plans to continue poor habits, but often we don't really plan to change poor habits either. We just assume we'll shift them. After years, these patterns are ingrained, and we're going to follow them unless we change them. My little eye is calling me to task while it's worrying. That's what the worry's all about. It's given me a talking to. It's not only revealing what is not working in the habit realm, it's telling me it doesn't want to be operating that way anymore. And one would logically then ask the question, well, if this realization is there and that this desire is there, why doesn't the little eye reactionary and habitual personality self just change? Because to change, it needs focused and congruent agreement, followed by actual experience. It has to experience the change, the deeper experience. The more solidified that experience, the deeper the change. The alarm flashing on the dashboard is this deeper part of self saying, hey there, we have some shifts to make. We know your goals and plans, we love them, we're on board but we're not aligned to them, not at the deeper level. At the deeper level, we're off course, we're incongruent, there's problems. Often when we're worried about something, we'll share it with others. And they, in a well-meaning way, typically give us a pep talk. They say things like, of course you'll make it. And then they list a barrage of lovely and encouraging reasons why. And this feels so good and supportive to hear. But what if worry, it's just really trying to get us to see that attention is needed at this deeper level, that there are conditions we are not addressing that are sure to derail our plans. Then isn't that a wonderful thing? Isn't that a fabulous, grounded, realistic aspect of ourself? Of course, worry can be unfounded, overblown, and totally unrealistic. It can. We've all experienced that. And that kind of worry tells us that we need to bring awareness in order to see that it's unfounded so we can truly let the worry go. But often, worry is a call to action, 
an alert, to take steps to shift something so one can truly attain all that they want. My little eye no longer wants to play so close to the fire. It wants our lines to have more stability and comfort. It wants a really good home for ourselves and our business to settle and build. Maybe be a part-time gypsy instead of a full-time gypsy. The source of this alarm wants precise shifts so I'm truly aligned in a practical and grounded way with all of my goals, more refined than I've ever been at any time in my life. When it says, what if we don't make it? It's saying, we're not fully aimed at the target, and here's why. It's brilliant. So what am I taking from all of this, besides a really great detailed list of things I need to shift and awarenesses I need to have? What I'm taking away is the knowing that worry has my back. Worry is my friend. It's invaluable to a practical living. It's invaluable to reaching goals. And when you truly take time to listen to worry, to explore it and understand it, it does become your friend. Obviously, this level of worry was not getting my attention in the daytime, so it used its alarms to get my attention at night. The more we give our worries real and constructive attention, the less alarmy they're going to get. So I bet you're wondering, did she sleep that night? Oh, I did. Once I resolved to take this aspect more seriously and honestly looked at what it was revealing to me, I laid my head to the pillow and slept a solid eight hours. Now I'm better aligned to my goals. I even have an action plan and a habit for shifting habits. Mindset is our 2023 theme. Mindset shapes our reality, and if you listen, your whole self will guide you into the best alignment needed to reach the goals that you are after. So now it's your turn. How do you deal with your worries? Are you giving them the attention that they need? Thank you for listening to the Radical Flow podcast. It always means the world to me that you do. And until next time, we will see you in the flow.